This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, uh, so I guess it's time then. We talk about Monday Night Football? Yeah. All right, let's do it. No. Uh, no. <laughs> so, no we'll, we'll see you see Wednesday, you. See everybody. everybody. All right, it's now time to give you all our analysis for the Bills and the Jets on Monday Night Football. Uh, Jake the Snake, please kindly drop the dope-ass beat. How about this? BetQL Network Football Sundays. They're back. They returned yesterday, and it was all really awesome. Uh, We're blessing you every single Sunday during football season with 14 hours of live coverage presented by BetMGM every Sunday starting at 8 a.m. Eastern. We've got BetMGM Game Day featuring Pam Maldonado. Joe Ostrowski, and our pal JLC, Jason Lockanfora, 8 to 11 a.m. Eastern. Then Ken and I have you covered from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern with You Better You Bet's Countdown's kickoff into an eight-hour live betting extravaganza known as Inside the Betting Lines. Uh, So, again, football Sundays, you need to be tuned into the BetQL network, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Our show sponsor is the king of sportsbooks, Ken. The king of sportsbooks, of course, is BetMGM. And BetMGM is offering some of the best odds in the game for NFL first touchdown props and the futures market all season long. Lines are open for each and every game in week two right now. That's true. We referenced all of them over the course of the show today. So you like the uh, the, the analysis that Ken and I gave out, the bets that we gave out. Uh, you can get these at BetMGM right now. And BetMGM offering some advantageous numbers for bets that we've given out as well. So check it out, BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. Download that app and visit BetMGM.com. Today. Mm, Monday. All right. Let's get to it. First Monday Night Football game of the year here, Ken. The Buffalo Bills sitting, we'll call it, uh, like 2.25 in between two and two and a half against the Jets. Bills are favored by less than three. That's been the line for a really long time. The total in the game is 44 and a half. The Bills minus 130 on the money line. The Jets and Aaron Rodgers first start as a member of Gang Green, plus 110 to win the game. First half spread, Buffalo minus a half, minus 110. First half total, 22 and a half, juiced under. First half money line, Bills minus 125. Jets plus 105. We know no Von Miller here for the Bills in this game. Opens the season on the PUP list for Buffalo. He'll miss the first four games of the year. Uh, Ken, thoughts here on Buffalo and the Jets. Any bets, any analysis? Yeah, I will have a bet on this game. Uh, a little bit of a thought on the total. I think one thing that will be really interesting uh, is just to continue to, hey, if you're like, look, the market's been two and a half, like 44 and a half, 45 for ever. <laughs> like, why is something going to change in the final two hours up until the kickoff of the game Uh, kind of like an interesting wrinkle being thrown in would just be like to follow the weather forecast for this game and how it ends up impacting everything uh shelter in place warning right now just looking at the forecast for how everything i think is going to work i think like the weather like maybe the game ends up getting delayed i don't think there would be a significant betting impact there still be like full crowd still be like a normal like game like i I don't think there'd be any any angle to make a bet but uh you know if the if the forecast got worse or they're going to play in bad weather then obviously you'll see that impact on the total and uh, I, I guess, like, who, who would bad weather favor in terms of what each team likes to do would just be an interesting way to think about it, right? So that is something that could change in the next few hours. But for the most part, this is the market we're talking about. Uh, and I, if you listen to the show, I think you've heard this angle a lot. 
uh, so forgive me, but you know, new people that listen all the time and something that we like to bet on the show all the time. Historically, this has been very valuable and we bet it every year that the show has been in existence. We've actually bet this. We've had uh, a lot of success doing it. Doesn't mean it's going to win every time. Just something that tends to happen uh, is when you have uh, a home underdog on Monday Night Football uh, of any amount in the first half, they tend to outperform expectation a little bit more. Sort of intuitive. You think like, you know, raucous crowd, spotlight game for both teams, like usually home field advantage, home court advantage, especially in like the first quarter is distributed a little more. And uh, you get a little bit more of a pop versus expectation from the home team a lot in these spots. So plus points in the first half with the dog on a uh, home dog on Monday Night Football tends to be a really good idea. And uh, we have that tonight, obviously. We have the, the Jets are plus two and a half at home in the game. Uh, and they are plus, again, it'll depend a little bit on uh, the book because we're talking about like sub three numbers. It can be a little all over the place, but like not pick plus something, uh, number of points in the first half for the Jets. Uh, that's my bet in the game. So it's just really playing a trend that we play a lot. It's also a way to have action in the game and not feel like a total degenerate because there's some basis for wanting to make the bet. I uh, could see the Jets being competitive overall if I had to bet the game side or total. Uh, full 60 minutes, uh, I would bet the Bills at, uh, at less than three, and I would bet the over in the game if I wanted to bet side in total, uh, thinking that the weather will probably clear up before they start playing the game, and I think the total is probably a little low if that's the case. So uh, not enough for me to want to make a bet on either. I'll play the Jets in the first half, but if you want to, like, side total or just, like, lean on the game or whatever uh, over the balance of the 60 minutes, Bills and over. Uh, for me, just the Jets in the first half. Uh, by the way, a really clean injury report for both teams for this game. The Jets have listed three players as questionable. All three are expected to play. Uh, two offensive linemen, the two tackles, Makai Becton and Dwayne Brown. And Brees Hall is going to play tonight now, uh, obviously coming off the ACL last year. Now, on the other side, in the next segment, we'll do prop game to close the show. And I'll tell you, like, how the Jets plan on using Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. Like, what the numbers are, if, if any of them are worth betting. For Buffalo, Micah Hyde was on the uh, injury report, but... Uh, Full practice on Friday. Micah Hyde's going to play in the game. Now, Micah Hyde plays safety here, Ken. Um, someone who's not on the injury report for Buffalo is DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, this was reported earlier today. DeMar Hamlin is going to be inactive tonight for the Buffalo Bills. Now, things can obviously change. We'll find out in like 20 minutes if that's actually going to be the case. But like it was reported pretty widely that DeMar Hamlin's not going to play in the game tonight. Now, he is healthy. He will be a healthy scratch, right? Yep. Buffalo's got a loaded secondary, yeah. a loaded defense in Absolutely. general. Um, we talked a lot about in the months leading up to the season, the weeks leading up to the season, DeMar Hamlin, a huge favorite in the comeback player of the year market. And by huge, like, I mean, like astronomical favorite. In Got it to minus, minus 700 at one point, which is yeah. like, which is insane. Like I, I, a massive price and like smart people, right? It's not just like, Oh, we could say like, Oh, like morons are saying this. Like really smart people are saying like DeMar Hamlin plays one snap this year. He just wins comeback player of the year. I think you and I disagree with that. Uh, any thoughts on that market as it regards specifically to DeMar Hamlin, given that he will be a healthy scratch in game number one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just uh, the price is already shortened, by the way, even after the games yesterday. Uh, a number of places he's like minus 200 and he was like 250, 280. Because again, it just, and I, I, said this before and again, it's just like, it's sort of like reporting a line move it's just like well listen to the, the facts of the case right so it's a quote from a few good men it's like these are undisputed so like what do you think is going to happen knowing that that's going to happen like if other players are going to play and he's not going to play even if you think so even if you think he's going to win whatever what do you think is going to happen to the prices in the market if other players play and play very well Tua had a great game uh you know uh Calvin Ridley had a really big game and his price dropped. Yeah, Baker got a win. Baker had a good win. And, but, and had like the highlight moment, right? When he ran for yeah. that first down and got popped and like the, the, the so, bench goes crazy. So I think, look, I, I we'll, we'll do awards on Thursday. I'd like to like put all of the analysis for this and all the awards on Thursday show when we do the awards. Um, Cause I don't think anything, I mean, everybody knows he's inactive. I don't think anything is going to change as a result of tonight's game, but I just think like this is something continuing to, to follow and consider just that look, if they awarded comeback player of the year, 
if they like awarded this in week one of the season or they awarded in august or september with the way everybody feels about the story right now the way the voting block feels about the story right now because it's an incredibly inspirational story I don't know if there's any question that Demar Hamlin would win the award uh, if they awarded it before the year starts. But there's something about the passage of time, and it's a long season. It's a good line. And something, yeah, but it's, but it's something true. about the passage. Of but time. it's true in this case. It's like definitely true. Like the way we like think about predictions that everyone makes before the year, and then the end of the year, and what's actually true, and how everyone actually feels about everything. We're wrong about stuff all the time, and yet we're so confident going into the year of like how it's going to be and how things are going to go. And we're wrong all the time about stuff. Just like consider the possibility that we get to the end of the season. And Hamlin was like, maybe he played a little bit, a couple games, maybe he played like half the season or whatever. Not like a particularly impactful player from a statistical standpoint, um, but like sort of completed that story. But that we get like six, seven months from now, and it's a meaningful story, but not one that voters want to award this specific award to. I think that's where people get tripped up. Like, you can acknowledge the accomplishment without having to be like, no, this trophy has to go to him. Like this thing, right? Like has to, has to, like really? Why can't we create a new award? The DeMar Hamlin Award for Courage and it goes to somebody every single year. Why can't he present the award every single year? Why can't like he be involved in the telecast this year? You know, like he was last year, which was like one of the moments of the season on television and the ESPYs. Like, why can't it just be that? Like it just, it has to be a certain thing. Are you sure? Usually when people think something has to be true, uh, that's when you want to be like the red flag goes up and you get really nervous about like what's actually going to happen. Um, so just would like throw that word of caution to people um, in terms of like, look, who you actually, we played one game. Like I have people that I like, we'll talk about it on Thursday, but like it could be a lot of different players. It could also be DeMar Hamlin. Just like consider the possibility that seven months from now, enough time has passed that like it's okay if the award goes to someone else and we can still acknowledge this was like a really inspirational, awesome thing. I definitely wanted to yeah. make sure we talked about that today since Hamlin's going to be inactive for the game tonight. Um, when you were saying that like when people are really confident something's going to happen, like the flag should go up. Maybe when I thought like, hey, like all my yardage props were going to win yesterday. Maybe that should have been a cue to me. <laughs> be like, eh, you know, maybe not. Now, no. I was really confident in college football. I went six and nine. It was not nice. You were yeah. really confident, by the way. Very. Like, that is actually, Ken was saying multiple times to me off the air. Like, I felt I, great. I listen, yeah. I felt great yesterday too. The anytime touchdowns, like kind of a, a salve to cure the uh, the uh, the ills, but overall, like, not a great day for the prop game. Week number one, in fact, the uh, the inhabitants of the prop kingdom, I think, a little upset. Um, maybe looking for regicide. That's when you kill the king. Mm, so the prop king has tough, been hiding yeah. out, but that's okay because, and we'll give you the props on the other side. But we gotta at least do the introduction now, right? We can bring the music down, Jake, because now Monday Night Football, Jets and Bills, the prop king's feeling amazing. The Prop King knows that tonight is going to be a bounce-back night for thy royal props. The Prop King knows with Aaron Rodgers under center. The Prop King knows what Aaron Rodgers is going to do in tonight's game. He doesn't know, but he thinks. He thinks that he knows what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. The Prop King knows what the Buffalo Bills have planned for tonight's game. And the Prop King's got a bunch of props to lay on you right now. So now it is time for the Prop King to descend down from thy royal throne, to traipse across thy royal purple velvety carpet over to thy royal balcony, where he will stop along the way and apologize to Tyler Morales, since Tyler was right last week about Kadarius Phoney. Tyler, you were right. The prop king was wrong. But to gaze down from the balcony onto you, the peasants. Know what you're thinking. Man, prop king, what a jerk. You lost yesterday with the yardage props, and you're still calling us peasants? Yeah, I'm an arrogant bastard. Prop king time now for the Bills and the Jets. <laughs> Approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. 
All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. Worship me. Worship me, fools. There is a prop tonight with the Jets and the Bills that almost rises to prop of props status. Oh, no. We will lead off next segment with it and the rest of the props to wrap up the Monday edition of the show. Next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 